Thank you, Joanna and music team, in leading us in worshiping God in prayer, in songs. And good morning, JSCF. Glad to see all of you here. Today, I'm going to share about authentic community in action. I'll wrap up the three-week series about community, teaching about community. So two weeks ago, John shared about why is it so important to have an authentic community in our life as a Christian. And last week, Mike guided us through the community reimagine. So today, I'll try to summarize it, like focus on how to put that in action, how we can put into practice of what we have learned so far. So 1 John 3.18 says, Dear children, let us not laugh with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. What does it mean? I know it's very difficult to put love in action during Sunday morning. If you just come and go in JICF in or anywhere, in the church anywhere, just come and go in the morning, go home and say, mostly that uh, when I, I've been uh, attending JICF for 25 years, since 1998, so Whenever I meet people, even when I met at the elders, what I will say, what they will say that, how are you? Then what's your answer? Good, fine, or maybe great that I'm here. But in fact, in our life, in our daily life, we oftentimes face struggles, face challenges, we face temptations, and even sometimes we have conflicts in our life, in our workplace, in our marriage, even in our social life. Sometimes there's a conflict that we have to face. But when you come in the Sunday morning service, we'll just put a mask and everything looks fine. Because I know that's not easy, like in the Sunday, to talk to people and talk deeper with people, especially people that don't really know us. And we feel awkward or scared when we start to open up. People will dig in more. What's happening? And then we start to share the story and then it's not ending on that Sunday. Maybe the week after that. You, the weekdays, they will invite you for lunch or for dinner and then they will try to know more. How can I help you? And then prolong maybe one, two weeks. So that's not easy. Even for some singles here that maybe you just broke up with your girlfriend, then it's impossible like on Sunday morning. And then how are you? Oh, you will share that, oh, I just broke up with my girlfriend. That's, I think, it's almost impossible to say it. So I can share this because uh, we had bad experience about this. We had experience mm -hmm. about nine years ago about uh, that uh, we tried to put a mask on our life. So I want to invite my wife, Mariana, to share a bit more uh, about that. Thank you that I can share um, our experiences here. Like what my husband said, we are always looking fine. Um, about uh, nine years ago, About nine years ago, about 2013, uh, 2014, uh, 
um, that we hosted two Bible study groups at our home on a weekly basis. So we have Saturdays and we have Sundays. Um, everything is fine. We study the Bible, we watch video series, we discuss the questions. We had a good time fellowship and uh, we pray, you know, what, what was the struggle? We just pray. Um, but I realized that we were not honest and very uh, share our deepest challenges in life. And on every Sunday, we go to church, very good, putting a mask. But actually, deep inside, our marriage was struggling. We were always in conflicts. And then on one particular Sunday, we had a very big argument on the way to church. But the moment we land on the lobby of Grahaniaga, of course, we are fine, right? We put our fine smile. Hi, how are you? But I think that particular Sunday, um, I, I looked at it now, it is really uh, God's intervention because I could not hold. I lost my control. And right down in front of the lift there outside the rock room, we chatted. And then the intention, uh, the, heat, the, the heat of the arguments made me shout really loud on that morning. I'm sure some of you have, were there on that time. I know some of my friends were. was surprised and shocked. And some of the ladies and came and asked me, are you okay? Um, I think that's the first time I answered. I wasn't okay, um, and, and it was the most embarrassing moment for me to tell that I was okay, not okay, but I think it's how God works through our brokenness, because that's the first time I opened up um, to one couple, actually, that um, through the time counseled us, worked with us faithfully, and helped us to grow in our marriage, and that's why actually we are so blessed that we are now part of the marriage ministry too. Um, want to bless others through what we have learned. But that's a different subject. That's not the focus. Let's get back to the point. The point is, we can have Bible study groups, even two. But if it's not an authentic one, no one really knows what's going on. What we shared was mostly on the surface. Everything looks fine. Well, we are not. I, we, we, um, still are very good friends. It's not that we don't have a good time. We are still good friends with those couples. But now that we look back, we were not authentic ourselves. And the group did not do life together. We just studied together. Thanks, Mariana. So last week, Mike shared about the community group is not just a Bible study. Bible study is important. And it's just a part of what we are doing as a community. The community group, we try to do life together. We grow together in our faith so that we can continue to glorify him in our life. So since 2015, I'm blessed. We are blessed to be part of an authentic community. It's led by Hendra and Mimi, and we have four other families in the group. So that's a... We meet bi-weekly since then until now. So we are still meeting bi-weekly. And in that group, we laugh, we cry, we celebrate birthdays, we celebrate newborns, we study together, and we even serve 
to do a ministry together. We did uh, taxi drivers. Uh, we distribute food for taxi drivers during the pandemic. So that's what our community did. And since 2018, after the re-engage, the marriage discipleship in GICF, I'm blessed and also privileged to lead another community group that also meet bi-weekly. There are six of us in the groups. And uh, same that uh, we had a lot of funds there. We also we even study together. And also that I think last year, we had a chance to make bachang together in the group. So it's a fun time also. And since we started with the ringgits, that we can share very comfortable to open up, to share anything, any struggles in our lives. That people are not judging us. People are very well accept us and we support each other. That's the beauty of, that, uh, of the authentic community. So I want to share with you the six core values of authentic community that we learned from Watermark Church in Dallas. The first one is will be uh, to devote daily. We need to encourage everyone in the group to abide in him daily so that we can continue to grow in our faith. We can share our devotions with the groups every day. The second one will be to pursue relationally. This one needs to be done intentionally. We need to intentionally spend time, spend energy, but even sometimes you have to spend a finance money to approach people, to spend in pursuing deeper relationship with each other. So we base our relationship with love and acceptance in pursuing that. So other than the big meeting in the big group, sometimes the men can meet with the men, the ladies also can meet with the ladies. That's what we did in the group. The third one will be cancel biblically. We believe that the Bible is the source of teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training. So when you need to cancel people or people need to be canceled, we are based on the Bible. We turn to the Bible as the absolute truth. It's not about the worldview. What is the worldview about it? It's not about our personal experience, but really we turn to the Bible as the source of the truth. The next one will be live authentically. So when we live authentically, it means that be who you are. We are fully known. We are fully accepted in anything. So in the authentic community, we can share about anything without afraid being judged or without that we can trust each other. I know that it will take time to build that trust, but you should trust your families there in the authentic community. So sometimes that the, our mess is our message. And it can also encourage others through the, through the winning of the mess that we face. The next one is to admonish faithfully. So this core value is our in order. You cannot admonish people when you, do hand, you don't root it in the God's truth. 
and if you and also if you have not pursued people relationally, people will think who you are to judge me that I'm wrong. But when you already rooted in the Bible and also that you have pursued people, people will not have that feeling of being judged when you admonish them. Because the reason that we want to admonish people, that we want to build each other up toward the maturity in Christ. That's the, the only reason why we want to admonish people. The last is uh, to engage missionally. So in the authentic community, we will encourage one another that we, we are called to be his, child, to be his disciples. We are called to teach each other that to obey God's commands. And that's a lot can be done in an authentic community. So while we grow internally inside the community, we also can encourage each other to serve others. We can encourage, we, we can do mission together as a community, like what we did in one of the community groups. So last week, Mike uh, gave us the insight about what we are doing in the community. Reminding each other, sharing meals, teaching, sharing highlights and lowlights, collecting offering, planning and preparing uh, ministry. There are so many things. Maybe last week when you went home, you are wondering, there are so many things to be done in the community. Is that possible? So this morning, I have the privilege and blessed that uh, there are some couples that are ready in the States to share with us what's their experience when they join the authentic community. Let's hear some of them. Thank you all for being here. I think we share one thing in common now. And the word starts with N, nervous. <laughs> Always be reminded that when we are um, sharing God's truth, we are not um, sharing our lives. We share our lives. We share the truth. But always reminded that we are not about ourselves. What we're sharing is how God works through us and how we want to encourage and be a blessing for other people. In that way, I'm sure you'll be fine. So uh, let's start um, by just a quick introduction, sharing about who you are, your family, and which community group you are, and how long you've been in the community group. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> hi everyone, my name is Joe, and this is my wife, Ingrid. Uh, I forgot to introduce my kids in the first service, but <laughs> so I we are parents of uh, two kids, uh, Olivia and uh, Timothy. And we have been joining uh, community groups since 2016. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Hi, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Jurgen, and this is my wife, Natasha. And um, uh, we are parents of uh, two boys. Uh, Jaden is the, uh, three years old, and Gregory is uh, one and a half years. And we are part of uh, two community groups. And uh, the first one is uh, the group that uh, is formed uh, with among our former re-engaged uh, group. Um, and now we are 
using uh, Growing Kids Cats Way material. And we've been in that group for maybe two, three years. Yeah. And the second one is um, I'm joining a, a marketplace community group uh, from Kingdom Entrepreneur Academy. And um, I've been joining since 2020. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Randy, and this is Desi, my wife. Uh, we've been married for 15 years. We have uh, three children, uh, 14, 12, and 8. Uh, we joined GICF in, back in 2017, and we joined Reengage uh, Managed Ministry in 2017, and then we were invited to a, a community group in 2018, uh, South Jakarta Community Group, and we've been, yeah, we've been in the group since 2018. Hi all, I'm Joanna. I've been attending JICF since I was in fifth grade. I've been in several small groups. Uh, one of them right now is those crazy kids up there. Uh, young adults, girls. Hi, my name is Amanda. I've been attending JICF since 2018. I'm part of two community groups. Um, one is with her, the one previously with the glasses, um, and the other is in Tilandak, where we meet in John and Sarah Freiburg's house. Uh, good morning, GICF. My name is Jos, and this is my wife, uh, Lewi. We have uh, two kids, and we uh, attend uh, the Tangerang community group since 2012. Thank you. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Mehdi. She's my wife, Azam. We have uh, two daughters, and we joined in the home group in 2013, almost nine years. And we, we are joining in the training shepherd group in every Wednesday. I just want to add something. Um, when we came to Jakarta, to Indonesia, we weren't believers. We heard about the Jesus Christ through one of our Iranian friends, and we came to um, GIC, Farsi, and the English service. Uh, through Mr. Mike Brummel. I just want to mention it. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Maysam, and uh, I am from Afghanistan. Uh, I born in family in a Muslim family, and uh, uh, I joined GICF uh, ref uh, Refugee Ministry, uh, uh, a home group since 2020. Thank you all for your introduction. You know, um, community has been a blessing to many of us, right? Uh, so I would like to ask if how your community has encouraged you or blessed you or blessed each other in the group. Um, if you have specific examples, how that works in your life, that will be uh, great. Um, I think for me, community group has been a great blessing. And more than just encouragement, I would say in some way, uh, God has used uh, our community group as a way to save me from being astray um, by the devil. Uh, let me share some several examples or snapshots on how community group has been a, uh, a great support for me. Um, looking back, I would consider uh, 2020 and 2021 as um, were actually one of the toughest seasons of my life. and. Um, I think it was tough because God allowed um, COVID um, to really reveal and shake the wrong foundations of my life. For me, it is the beginning of pandemic 
year uh, when things were very uncertain uh, in many ways um, has zapped much of my mental energy and I tend to be worrier also by nature and it's not very helpful. So when the pandemic hits, the thoughts of you know uh, my parents being impacted, um, the thoughts of how it would impact our life and our business uh, really cripples me and um, really uh, zapped my mental strength. It is during those years, um, um, we were also new parents. Uh, in 2020, uh, Jaden was born, and uh, we were tired, we were clueless, and um, yet stubborn because we had another one in 2021. And, um, and we didn't have much uh, saving, a liquid saving as a buffer uh, during this, and uh, entering pandemic years. I think it was the, the piling up of mental stress and physical exhaustion that has caused my um, arthritis to relapse after 13 years of remission in the end of 2021. And it is during those tough years I felt the tremendous support from our community friends. I remember sharing a testimony about our situation um, to our group. And, um, Received so many support, prayers, and uh, the group members offered many helps. And I remember friends from JICF and our community groups insisted to visit just to pray for us and encourage us and counsel us um, during those times. And I remember also, um, beside my sister who helped a lot during my doctor checkup and visit um, using a wheelchair uh, when my arthritis relapsed. Um, our friend offered to take me to hospital to do a follow-up checkup. Um, and this was done during those social distancing period where people would avoid hospital. And looking back, I realized uh, God was there all, all along, sustaining us through the hands of my brothers and sisters in community groups to touch, to pray, and encourage us during those years. You want to add something? For 36 years, I don't know how a true Christian community should be until I joined GICF. I remember the time when I just had a newborn and a toddler, and Jurgen got a really bad arthritis, and he has to use a wheelchair. Our GICF friend come to our house and drive him, drive him to be admitted to the hospital. And there were also times when both of my sons were sick with fever and diarrhea, and one of our community members, who is also our pediatrician, um, drive to our house herself to give me the medicines. I'm just in awe of how kind, sincere, and selfless they are. It really makes me think that how Christians should love each other. For us, our community has bless us and encourage us in many ways, prayers, godly advice, major life decision, in processing major life decisions, down to practical things or may seem silly, like tips for makeup for the ladies or uh, encouraging each other to exercise and be healthy, just the daily things. But today I want to share a specific example uh, on how our community had counseled us biblically in processing our major life decision and helped met our needs. 
So in 2016, we had a conviction to make more time for our young daughter at that time, one and a half years old. So we moved to South Jakarta in order to be closer to my husband's office. And that would cut down our commute, his commute time by two to three hours daily. And with this move, we also decided to make one parent available at home. Thus, we live under one income. And that also created anxiety for me at that time. But through the transition, the journey of this transition, uh, our community really supported us and walked us through every step of the way providing counsel, prayers, until we reach the decision. During the transition, every step of the way, um, especially even, even during the moving, they help with the logistic help. And um, the one thing that I felt really touched and just uh, at that time, I feel there was God's grace for us uh, was they filled up our new home with furnitures, um, not just one piece of furniture, but they filled the, the, our home with furniture so that we, we're ready, we can just move in and we have uh, furnitures ready for us. So that uh, really touches my heart so much to know that such things um, exist. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, back then in 2017, my husband, Randy, is a, a newborn Christian. So actually, I'm a bit worried because I know if he wants to grow in a Christian, he has to be in a right community. So I've been praying and then uh, one of the couple uh, asking us to join the group, the marriage group. So we joined that group uh, since then. Uh, I we we marriage is uh, grow in Christ because uh, every week uh, we share about the high and uh, low point in our life. So through the struggle and through the everything that uh, we've been through together, uh, it's encourage us and uh, making us to know uh, which one is uh, uh, our root. Our root is uh, God. So it's make us strength in uh, our marriage. Thank you. Uh, one of the things that I love about being in community, especially with young uh, single girls, all professional, is that we didn't realize we struggle with the same things. And when we share our struggle, another would be like, oh yeah, I went through that too. And this is how God spoke to me. And we get to counsel each other. We get to encourage each other. And when we fall into the same traps, we weren't meant with judgment because everybody has gone through it and we experienced the grace of God and we get to just pick each other back up and remind each other on, you know, what to think about, what's God's words and, you know, strengthen the fact that there is grace and we get to live it together. It's beautiful. Yeah, just adding to what Joanna said, the, the other community group that I'm in, which I joined 2021, was at a time where... Uh, the main the Sunday service hasn't is was not in person yet, and because I'm in multimedia, I was doing the shooting for the sermon. And while I did meet a lot of people and fellow Christians through Zoom, I did not meet community in person. So 2021 
when I finally joined uh, the community group in Cilandak, I realized how much I've been missing it and how much there's no replacement for an in-person community. So uh, it came at a time where I was, I was, I felt really isolated in my faith, even though I was talking to Christians. I asked people to pray, but there's just no replacing an in-person community. And even just for a simple dinner with people and praying together over it. And I just realized that we cannot neglect the gathering of the saints. And that has strengthened me from 2021 until now. Uh, for us, is uh, by joining the community, uh, we uh, feel not alone because uh, we need each other. Uh, I'm sorry, we we still wearing masks because we just recovered from COVID a couple weeks ago, and uh, by grace of God, uh, we also have support from others, uh, community members support us yeah, like example uh, giving us a food <laughs> and everything we uh, feel that uh, everyone in the community uh, still support us pray for us that's it yeah uh, actually we 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 came to JCF in 2011 and um, we pray for a community and amazingly, when we ask God uh, the next Sunday, uh, we look at the JICF announcement at that time, still printed, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> so old, right? <laughs> uh, it opened for the Tangrang uh, area. That's so amazing that where we live. Um, we just thought that, oh, uh, the community group is uh, for Jakarta area because uh, JSCF is uh, in Jakarta area, right? But amazingly, God uh, gave us what we need. And so since 2012, we joined the small group. And until now, with the members uh, come and go. But uh, thank God we still exist until now. <laughs> thank you. Um, for us, um, I could remember about... Two years ago, my husband was hospitalized, uh, and uh, he had a surgery, and he had to stay in a hospital, you know, uh, uh, for four or five nights. And uh, because of the kids, I couldn't stay uh, over the night uh, to take care of him. Uh, and, um, you know, all of our friends, uh, our uh, community friends, just uh, called us, uh, came to the hospital to take care of him, and stay over the night um, uh, with Mehdi. And uh, during the day when I was in hospital, the other um, uh, friends uh, came to our place and take care of kids, watch kids. They are always a blessing for us, and we are so thankful and blessed because of those guys. Yeah. Uh, being part of a community uh, community is a blessing for, uh, I think, everyone because everyone gather together uh, and uh, uh, read the Bible and uh, share their problem, and we pray for them. Uh, that's not the things that usually uh, we can do in other places. 
every Sunday when we came to the church, we just say hi and worship the God. And then after the worship, we just come back to our home. And there is uh, no place to share our problem with uh, uh, others. So I think the community, yeah, it's a really good. Uh, it's a blessing for everyone to join. And so they can uh, find the peace and also they can find the uh, comfort zone because they are they are in they are comfortable in that zone or which or the community because yeah they feel uh, safe comfort and they can uh, share all their problems and pray for each other and grow in their faith well it's so encouraging to hear what you have shared but uh, another question that i want to ask is because I know that all of you are busy, and some of you even have a small kids that to take care. Some of you who live quite far away, but some of a lot of you have stayed in the community for more than two, three years, even and 10. even ten or more than ten. And uh, well, maybe some of us will feel that I'm not a people person. I'm an introvert. It's very difficult to meet a new people. In my life, so but what it makes you here stay so long in your community? What's another things that you can share? Why you want to stay? We get the one that has the longest numbers of years to start for us. Okay, <laughs> you agree? <laughs> uh, no other choice. <laughs> <laughs> so so we. <laughs> you cannot. In but you cannot out. <laughs> no, I mean uh, we feel that the our group is the better uh, group. We uh, the best group, sorry, the best group. So yeah, we've been through uh, twelve years now. If I may ask, when you start, do you know each other? How does it start? No, maybe you can share. Uh, the first time when we uh, joined came. Uh, we we don't know everybody in this uh, the the room uh, last. Uh, we don't know anything. We don't know anybody. We are strangers at the time. <laughs> so by the time uh, we feel that we are welcome, and then uh, by the time until eleven years. Now we are a family right now. That's it. Thank you. Maybe others want to share? Uh, so what made us stay in a community is uh, the cook. Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, the food. <laughs> but uh, seriously, I think uh, we appreciate the uh, the community and uh, attract us. To what attract us to the community is really the uh, the authenticness and the authenticity of uh, the relationship that is being built, that is being valued, uh, and continue to um, uh, permeate in our relationship. So uh, in that regard, uh, we both of us made a point um, to mark our calendar to attend uh, the the meeting on a week uh, biweekly meeting uh, and. Um, in that uh, meeting, we made a point to be 
vulnerable with our issues, not just issues, perhaps also progress, uh, what we can celebrate together. Um, so we open up about our marriage issues, our parenting issues, and and um, people just uh, are very thoughtful and giving feedback, advice. Um, so um, and. Apart from that, I think it's uh, also the silly moments, the laughters, uh, which obviously you won't get if you are not close with each other. Uh, those stories perhaps are buried, but so that, those are hidden chests that uh, we appreciate um, and made us come back uh, for more, uh, not just the food, obviously. Uh, and uh, I think... Uh, Lastly is, you know, uh, we also have arguments. We also are disagreeing on things. Uh, but those disagreements did not, uh, you know, um, set us apart. But I get to see, uh, we get to see how those problems are solved. And we learn from it and we actually are influenced by it. So that's what makes us stay in the community. Um, for me, I think um, living as a Christian is usually, especially when we want to lift out um, our callings um, for um, from Christ to 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 our daily life and even marketplace. Uh, we usually have a um, quite lonely um, in in living out the thing, and. Um, I feel that God is molding me and, and processing a lot of personal deep struggles through my through the hands and counsel of my brothers in Christ from communities from basically from challenges at work um personal fears or or insecurities um to living out his calling uh in the marketplace and even you know we can have the um openness to open about our relationship with our spouse and holding each other accountable for even our personal purities. Um, and I received a lot of encouragement from, from brothers in community, especially when they shared their devotional journals faithfully each day, uh, which also motivated me to do uh, my, my own personal uh, devotionals. Uh, for me, why I stayed in my community group, some of the good things have been said. It's mainly that I get to be vulnerable and have people pray over me. And more specifically, uh, I remember two years ago I was struggling with something and my natural disposition is I am not a very open person. And when Pag was there, like, oh, I'm an introvert. I don't really like meeting people. That, that's me. And <laughs> like... It's not in my comfort zone to open up, but um, in my community group, uh, we usually start the meetings with what we call Beauty of Jesus, so it's a devotional, but mainly it's not just knowing what to do when we read the passage, but how is Jesus more beautiful? And week by week, we are saturated with that, and little by little, I realize that in this community doesn't judge me for my struggles, and I've heard this from somebody, but I used to be vague when I talk about my struggles. I just use words that 
that are not specific because I was afraid to tell my ugly details, but I learned to be more specific with my struggles and I realized that's what heals me. And I know in the book of James it says, confess your sins to one another so that you can be healed. And I think I experienced that. And also, I just thought of this, but I only have been Christian for 10 years. And uh, my life before I was Christian, I was, not, I was kind of a loner. So when I became Christian and I realized what community really is, I think it's been part of my life that I cannot get away from. And I know that it's a need. So when we say we are busy and we have no time for community, for me, I need community because I'm busy. Because when I'm busy, I'm tired. And if I'm tired, I'm more prone to temptation. And just last week, um, so I'm a concert violinist, and we had a really long rehearsal on Sunday, which is six hours. But then I also, I also had community group afterwards. So I was debating whether to go or not. But at the end, I went because I'm so tired. I need to go here. <laughs> it's not because I'm tired. I cannot go. I, like I'm tired, but I need to go to be refreshed by my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I want to add something. Yeah. Being alone can be really dangerous for a believer. As we read the Bible, said in First Peter chapter five, verse eight, say that Satan is always looking for someone, and you should carefully to join to participate in the home group and praying, and also encourage me. I really encourage me when the praying together and sharing the Bible and sharing about our life and also about our problems and supporting supporting each other. Mm. This is so important. And I want to say at something again about the mission because we have the same mission. And the, the things that uh, uh, we both feel like uh, the home group, it's kind of like safe place. Even for our kids, you know, uh, when we step in our home group, we really feel uh, safe among the others and uh, feel secure. If, you know, uh, someday we feel they can, you know, help us and support mm. us this way. Yeah, it's really encouraging for us. Yes, adding what Amanda said that uh, even though we are tired or busy, uh, we did community, one of the member in our group ever say that uh, community Christian community is like a pit stop yeah uh, and we know that a pit stop is a stop in the pit for surfacing and refueling uh, refueling uh, during a race and our life is a race right so uh -uh. we need a supply for our spiritual lives from uh, God's word God's spirit and God's people and community is uh, a group of God's people who learn God's word and are guided by God's spirit. Amen. Uh, for me especially, uh, the reason that I join a, a community or home group Bible study, uh, actually all of us has uh, have our own activity, like some of us are working and some of us are students. So. I am a student, so uh, I'm majoring IT. 
So from Monday until Friday, I just attending my class and uh, doing my assignment just it. And uh, uh, when I want to join the uh, home group or community and read the Bible, I, I actually I found I find the peace and uh, the encouragement for my next day and my next week because that's the only reason that uh, I joined by uh, this community and also I know that there are some people who really care about me uh, and the people in the community care about me because uh, we can uh, share our problems and they 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 are helping me and uh, we pray together uh, I think yeah that's And also the community group can be helped to us to grow in my faith and about the spiritual life. And, and we can uh, understanding about the God and yeah, that's it. So everything you heard, it seems very good, very nice, very rosy. But I think I believe that when we meet people, we are still sinners. I believe there will be challenges when we are meeting in the community. But if you can share a bit, what's the challenges that you have faced during these uh, years when you meet? And how did you overcome it? I can share that when I joined the group in 2018, well, the group itself has a conflict. Um, there were couples that um, actually left the group at that time. Uh, so as in any community, as we are, as I would say, we are imperfect and broken, conflict will be there. But uh, through what I experienced in the group, uh, there was no judgment, and then there were also forgiveness and grace and mercy that you can see uh, through that experience when, when uh, members has left. This is not like a, a fitness first or, or fitness membership that you can cancel. Right? or your uh, credit card bounce. It's not about that. It's not about the membership, but it's about how we grew as a community, how we grew maturely as a Christian in the community together, strengthening one another. And I saw that uh, in the group that I joined in since 2018. And uh, thank God that God gave that grace and mercy so the couples can rejoin and since then, we, 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 we grew, I think we grew as a, as a community, and I can see that um, uh, through, through forgiveness and through grace that uh, any, any conflicts, any issues, any personal issues can be overcome because we, we, we're there uh, as, a, as a body of Christ to strengthen one another. And it's not about the, I say, not about the membership, but how we are blessed with one another in the community. And I'm, I'm I, I, I see that when I joined 2018, and it's continued to grow until today. Uh, it's been five, five years. So mm. we see that the different year, different conflicts coming up <laughs> between, <laughs> between the couples, uh, whether it's the marriage, whether it's the spouse. And interesting to see that we can learn and strengthen one another in every season in our life. And the conflict is, is not important. But the, the, the togetherness and how we see God's work in our life is more important. Um, for me, I want to take on the angle 
from um, my personal struggle in joining community because just like I was mentioned before, the devil is trying to find ways to break apart. So uh, there was a period uh, during we're doing you know this community. There was a period of time where I felt like um, I don't belong to the group. Like this is all just my negative thinking, though. I would come up with uh, reasons like, oh, th the seasons of life of our members are different. And uh, our age gap, and then uh, the income level, um, you know, all these, all these uh, reasons in my mind. Because you see, I am also the introvert that Agus mentioned earlier, that uh, it's hard for me to meet with new people and build a new relationship. But so at that time, I had that, negative um, thing, thinking in my mind that um, I don't fit or maybe they don't fit. I won't, make, I won't uh, make, uh, be a good fit in the group. But uh, by God's grace, I'm so thankful that uh, God saved me from that negative thinking because I'm reminded again that this community itself is God's grace for me. So rather than wasting my energy on nitpicking and thinking about how I don't fit or how they don't fit in my life, I should use my energy in thinking, oh, how do I build stronger relationship with these people? Because they're new. They're, they're new friends. And um, just like we know, relationship don't just get established like that. We have to nurture it. We need to uh, cultivate it. Um, so instead of wasting energy on stepping back, we move forward and I need to really think about how I can love my new friends in this community, how I can support each other. Anyone else? Um, I can remember there was a big misunderstanding in my org, uh, org home group uh, a few years ago. But we sit and talk about it with our leader and try to solve it friendly. Thank you. Last question. Relief. I can sense a sense of relief. Last question. <laughs> you know, we've shared so much, right? Um, blessings, the challenges. Now let's uh, wrap into a summary. If you can share a summary of what community really means for you and how you can encourage um, to our bigger family here, the congregations of family, what would you say about your experience being in community group? In the middle, I have to start. Okay. So uh, uh, looking back in 2017, I think the word in encouragement I can say is that uh, open your heart and seek God first. I think back in 2017, uh, as Desi said, that we, we don't have any community. Uh, I started actually looking for uh, a place for, for us to go to church and also for the children to, to go to have, uh, for them to can uh, grow spiritually. So we tried to look for a Sunday school at that time. And we joined in 2017. Uh, our children now is in The Rock, then two of my children now is in Verity. And at the same year, we, we were invited to join Reengage. And yeah, at that time, I was thinking my marriage was fine. Uh, actually, it's not. So, 
through reengage is help 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 us actually to to work on our marriage to coming back to the foundations of of uh, biblical and godly marriage and then god also gave us a community in 2017 to grow more through our our group so we've been blessed um, so again we we did not try to find a community but as we seek god god gave us community for us to grow so i pray for all you guys that still maybe don't know whether which community you should join or um, introvert extrovert it doesn't doesn't matter uh, pray to god first seek him first and you will be given and i think uh, god bless us uh, through the community through gsf and the community that we are now we can be grow in grow every every day every year to be closer closer to god and have that personal relationship with him so that's I just uh, thought of this, but I was reading John 21 uh, last week, and when Jesus asked Peter if he loves him, and Peter said, uh, I love you to Jesus, immediately Jesus said, tend my sheep. So I think um, when we say we love Jesus, Jesus is not just a floating head, but he has a body, and we claim to love the whole body of Christ, and Jesus has a body. And I think like years of having community, for me, it's, I, I realize more and more, I am not, none of us are, I am not stronger than Jesus. So, I mean, I, that's why I need community. And also, I just want to say, thankfully, this is not my experience, but I've heard this a lot from just people. But what you heard today, it seems like, oh, yeah, we just pray for community and it comes. But some some of you may be listening here or online have been hurt by community, so I want to encourage that the community is not God, but God provides the right people if we pray. And it might be scary to ask or plug yourself into a community, but we can know that God, when his children ask for bread, he doesn't give stone or snakes. Mm. That just rely on God and giving you the right people. And I realized that me being from a non-Christian family, one of my biggest prayers, even in previous churches, I asked, I, asked, I, want, I want a spiritual family where I can grow. And God has given that to me faithfully in the communities I am in now. So um, for us, I think um, we realized that we both are in a journey to uh, of sanctification and i i i hope every one of us uh, realize that we are still in that journey and when god um uh sees that that we are in that journey he provisioned god's word god's people uh and god's spirit and uh it's actually up to us uh whether we are going to take on uh god's provision uh, of community for us, but um, Ingrid and I invite you to not miss out on on this thing called God's community, authentic community that um, we ex has experienced lots of blessing, uh, learning um, that God has channeled through His people in the community. So uh, I think is. Uh, Yes, you have a choice, but I think we, we do encourage you to uh, not miss out on God's provision for you. 
Um, as other friends mentioned, we really want to encourage you to stay together, to join to the community, because um, as we know, we are one in God, and uh, you know uh, we cannot do anything uh, alone and uh, out of this body. And um, we can grow uh, beside each other, help each other, and uh, stay uh, together. And when we look back, we can see how we grow, and we can see the fruit in our life. Yeah. Um, for me, I think uh, I would encourage uh, all of us to follow the leading of our uh, elders in this church to rebuild the wall of community groups and really be part of it. This wall of community groups is, is important uh, for us. It will act as a fortress to take, uh, to take protection from the attack of the devil uh, while each of us are carrying out our mission in the marketplace or public arena where God put us. Um, community group will be also a safe place to heal the wounds uh, from the battle arena and uh, good training camps for each soldiers of Christ to being repurposed, re-equipped, and resend back together uh, into battlefields um, uh, to carry out our Lord's mission out there. Well, I guess I go. <laughs> um, yes, on every what everyone says, definitely. But I think one thing that I want to touch on is also, if you don't feel like there's a group for you, maybe you can make one your own. I don't know. Listen to God, you know. If he, if he puts it in your heart to start something, start it. You have the community right here who can help you out. Um, there are elders, they are ready to train you. We need to have more groups, man. And I want to encourage you to actually start one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank okay. you, everyone. So thank you all for sharing the goodness and also the struggles that uh, you face in the community. But uh, let me share with you my personal own experience throughout my, uh, with my community, how they have helped me through uh, how they have helped me when I was sick. So in July 2022, last year, I, was, I got a stroke on the way on my trip from Malang to Jakarta. So I got it on the airplane. So when I arrived in Jakarta, my body feel weak. Then I have to pull myself because my left body really cannot move properly. So I was only accompanied by my 13 years old daughter since my wife and my son were still in Malang. And so uh, I visited the doctor. The doctor said that I got a stroke. When he told me about that on the phone, I froze. No one would even think and imagine. Um, my husband, 49 years old, healthy. We were just saying bye. You know, I was in Malang together, got stroke, and he could not move his left part. My families are all in Medan and his families are all in Malang. We don't have any relatives here. But I thank God and praise God. I have my communities. I call them. And while Agus was still in the emergency room, two brothers were there, one sister were there. They prayed for him, comforted him, 
and uh, help through the whole admission process with my 13-year-old daughter because I can only come back the next day. So actually two days after I stay in the first hospital, my condition was worsened. So I cannot even lift up my hands and my feet. So I have to move hospital. So on the process of that, finding the new hospital, finding the new doctor, that my community actively helping me. So they called the hospital, they called the doctor, and they e even came to the hospital, accompanied me in the ambulance to transfer me to the new hospital. So when I arrive in the new hospital, there are somebody's already there from my community. They just waited, but not only waited, they bring meals for my wife and for my daughter who was uh, waiting there. So it's really a... Uh, bring me a, like a comfort that even though my families are not in town, but I know that I have a families in here in Jakarta. Yeah, we, we spent like more than two weeks. Uh, I never get out of the hospital with my daughter during that time. Um, when he was ready, when Agus was ready to be discharged, we have, haven't been at home at all all this time, right? I was speechless when I arrived home because um, Agus was still in wheelchair and he, he was in mobile. So ramps going into the house has been made because our house has two steps. Going in from the car, going in in the house. If you can share the pictures there, I, I, I put there. And we lived in the second floor. So we have to emergency live in our guest room in the first floor. And the bathroom was equipped with safe-proofs, handles, and even um, a wheelchair for his shower. They even tested that you will just survive his weights. And um, in, even in the bed, some families who were traveling abroad remember to bring a, a handle for his bed so he can be propped up easily. Wheelchairs, everything was provided. And even down to the emergency bell for his uh, emergency calls. I was just speechless and in tears. The community thinks so much more than I need, even when I, we did not even expect it. So throughout my sickness, I truly experienced what's in, says in 1 Corinthians 12, 26. If one part suffers, every part suffers. And if one part honors, every part rejoices with it. So when we join our authentic community, we are not thinking about ourselves. We are not thinking about our own families, but we are also thinking about others. That's the beauty of the authentic community. So to close, that you have heard testimonies from a GSEA families who have joined the authentic community. We strongly believe that the community is where you can share one another. You can put love in action in our life. And also we want to encourage you to make room, to open up your heart, pray that God will provide or even that you can make a new community group in your life. So if you have any, still have any doubt, any questions, you can talk to us, you can talk to the elders and maybe also Musa that uh, you can get a better explanation. And if Holy Spirit is speaking to you and move your heart, there's a sign up sheet in the front table that you can sign up and then uh, we will follow up on you. So thank you and let us close in prayer.
Father God, we just want to give thanks to you for the beautiful things that you have done in this church, JICF, in many families who have joined an authentic group, authentic community, Lord, that we are blessed, we are encouraged, that we are thankful that there are brothers who are willing, brothers and sisters who are willing to come to admonish us when we are in need, Lord. So we just want to pray and encourage us, that I pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to move on the people that who have not joined, who have not had a community group in their life, that they will make room, they will open their heart, they will open their life, that they can join one. So we just want to give thanks again, Lord, for the beautiful things that you have done in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.